Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. You know the phrase, blow smoke up your ass? Sure I have. There's a real reason this phrase exists, and it's almost as bad as you think it is. Wait for that a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. things to do on Friday is to pull out these tarot cards that we bought at a rummage sale for a quarter a long time ago. And Jenna, you would expect something you find at a rummage sale five years ago for a quarter. That would be an amazing find and always predict things correctly, correct? Of course. Yeah, I don't know how you can't put your faith in something like this. What are you up to this morning? Not much. Just having some coffee. All right. I appreciate you spending a little time with us. So here's what's going to happen is Kat's already shuffled up. We knew uh, off the air that you had said you're a Virgo. So first we're going to introduce you to today's horoscope. And then we're going to find out what the tarot card said for you. And uh, again, you should fully drop any plans or anything you had ready to go in your life and only concentrate on the things we're about to tell you because they are guaranteed to come true. What I say goes, here we go. This is your daily horoscope, Jenna, as a Virgo. Inspiration comes easily this morning. Use that energy as motivation to bring more creativity and fun to your day. Take a moment for some spiritual practice this evening. Expand the mind and your ability to make some magic tonight. Ooh, (gasps) big plans. I don't have any. You do now. <laughs> That's what you um, Your card that popped out while you were on hold, the Queen of Cups. What's all all mean? Stands for intoxication, emotions, and introspection. So, intoxication. You, you know what this drunk? is, Jenna? You know what this is all leading to? You having a drunken night at home and then making some magic. It does say leave. <laughs> Leave the qualities of others behind and get a little tipsy. Oh, look at you. That's what I thought. It says you often neglect your household responsibilities. Is that true? I mean, sometimes. (laughs) Don't we all? Don't we all? Now, Jenna, if there was, if the plan has all of a sudden turned to you just offering yourself some alone time tonight with some booze, what do you turn to? I mean, what's what's your drink of choice? Oh, gosh. Um... I usually go for those Arnold Palmer. Okay. So Arnie Palmer. You alert, and Arnie two Palmer. Arnie Palmers and just some time alone. That's what I thought. Why don't you swing by my house? I'll give you my wine hat that I have. You could put two bottles, one on each side, <laughs> and the straw goes right to your mouth. So classy. <laughs> All right. Well, have a fun night. Sounds yeah, like Jenna, enjoy. Good. Thank you. Put it on your OnlyFans. Have a great morning. Uh, there's Crystal over here. Hi, Crystal. How are you today? I'm good. Good. Do you expect something so sexy to come out of your reading? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure hoping so. All I right. So. Uh, we know that Crystal's a Gemini. Gemini. That is, you're going to feel motivated to get organized while cutting out all the unnecessary today. Use this energy to move through Friday and power with per- purpose. You're going to close out some of those projects as the weekend rolls in. Sweetness is going to find you this afternoon, bringing Ooh. you some cozy vibes. What a great way to end the evening. That'll be nice. That's what I thought. Okay, you ready for your card? I don't know if you're ready for your card. This is a, a weird Friday. Yeah, your card was the death card. Oh, my God. But they get nervous when they get the death card. Don't be. Because this could be like the death of something and a fresh start to a new beginning. So like an unavoidable ending, a loss, an un, uh, unnecessary change. Are there changes that you feel like you have to make in life to make yourself a little bit happier? Yeah. Like what? Oh, yeah. No, I got five. 
So I'm always busy. So cut out some yeah. some stress, I guess, would be nice. We talked about the snail girl era this week. Maybe you can snail girl it up. Cut out all of your responsibilities and just watch TV. That's what I thought. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. I'd like that. Good. Wouldn't we all? Well, have a good day, Crystal. Yeah, have a great morning. Thanks for being part of our show. Cool. Hey, we got, to, we got time for one more reading. Hi, Lenora. How are you? Lenora? Yes. How old are you? Oh, my God. Seven. Seven? <laughs> Do I know you, Lenora? No. Oh, okay. She doesn't, you don't think... Your cat, last name doesn't start with an I? You don't think sometimes cat peeks in your windows at night? <laughs> nope. All right. Well, maybe I don't know you. Maybe there's nope. another one out there. Oh. All right. You're a Scorpio. So your horoscope today says, show some love to your community mid-afternoon, granting you permission to get a bit social, socialize. And then luck is going to be on your side when it comes to important conversations, when it comes to the matters of the heart. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Okay, no. good. Get Stay away from them as long as you can. What's the best thing in a seven-year-old's life right now, Lenora? My sister, my dad. And- yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same when I was seven. Exactly the same thing. Good morning, guys. It's an FML Friday up in the KCLD Playhouse. I'm JJ Katz here as well. Now, I feel like I've had a pretty decent week. Looking forward to next week as well. But some people have decided that, well, this wasn't exactly the week they were hoping for, and they'd like to share their misery with us. If you want to share, remember, we will never, ever put names on an FML Friday, but you want to get a start of catch? Yes. Today, my three idiot nephews dug up a vintage bomb while digging a hole to China. (laughs) I told them not to touch it. I was going to call the police. As I did so, they took it to a pawn shop to sell as an antique. The pawn shop called the cops on them. The cops are now on to me as they're crying, saying it was all my idea to sell it. FML. Those are monsters. Today, I decided to be friendly and say hi to this weird kid at school who was sitting all (laughs) by himself eating lunch. After I said hello, he stared at me intently and said, I don't have many friends, mainly because I've eaten most of them. (laughs) F.M. That is creative, just to keep them away. Today, I was pulled over by a cop. He told me one of my lights was busted, and I couldn't help but point out that one of his was out, too. He said, thanks, I'll get that fixed right away. Then he gave me a ticket. (laughs) Keep your mouth shut. Today, my 76-year-old mother-in-law stayed the night at our house. I bumped into her on the way to the bathroom during the night. She discovered that I sleep naked. Mm. Sadly, I found out that she does, too. F.M. Yowza, that's like your life. You did that with your Mm, father-in-law. My father-in-law, yeah. Oh, hey, Terry. All right. Uh, Today, I came home from work to find my son and his friends attempting to find out how many of them could fit into one pair of my pants. So far, five. Oh, my God. F-M-L. I hope they're like six-year-olds. Finally, today, in the bathroom at work, I heard two co-workers enter and begin a very private discussion. Not wanting to embarrass either of them, I figured I'd sit quietly until they left. Big mistake. They talked for an hour and a half. <laughs> my legs fell asleep. Oh my God. F-M-L. Again, I thought we had a pretty decent week. How about you? Something you want to share on an FML Friday, you can always text us at 251-1047. We promise we'll keep it anonymous. I get it. You're super excited about the new clothing store in town. 
Maybe that clothing store is right next to my gym. And maybe you want to go there with the anticipation of amazing deals. I haven't been in there. It could be the greatest clothing store in the history of the world. This does not excuse you from being a responsible driver. The last three weeks of going to the gym now that this uh, it's Ross, right? Dress for less. Yes. Has been open. That parking lot, you take your life into your own hands. It used to be some of the uh, elderly that would shop Byerly's would clog that parking lot up. And those people, by the way, will cross no matter what. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people that leave the gym that are like looking down on their phones. I hear brakes squealing all the time because people almost get hit crossing the Byerly's parking lot. Yeah. But it's a whole new level of craziness with, and I know I'm going to get hammered for drawing the stereotype, but I've only seen horrible women driver and parkers going to Ross dress for less. And you guys, I have a family you know, it's really to. obvious here is that you've never gotten a great deal before <laughs> and don't know the elation that goes along with I it. I can only compare this to when I used to drop my daughter off at St. Cloud School of Dance. Yeah. Women with giant escalades that don't give AF yeah. about what they're going to hit or who they're going to hit because they've got to get their daughter home real quick or they got to get in there and get a better parking spot is the only thing I can equate it to. There are a couple of spots in town, like over by Aldi. I can imagine that's what it's like at Ross. Yeah, like nobody, like people driving with their eyes closed. That's a that's a shifty it's spot. All those over there. people going to mattress firm. That's what <laughs> <laughs> assuming you're listening to this sometime over the weekend. Make sure you get back in here right away Monday morning for three more chances at Free Money High Low with Key of St. Cloud and KCLD. Up to five thousand dollars at six a.m. for you. Monday morning. Right now, let's get you back into the podcast. Can't mention the words meat dome. Yes. And I was curious to say the least. This was two years in the making. I don't know why I never, maybe I was a little nervous to make a meat dome. So <laughs> I was given the task, like we do these cooking challenges. I go against my brother-in-law every Christmas and my mother-in-law will like, what's that? What was that one show? The Iron Chef where he'd rip off the thing, the the covers never watched and that would be your ingredient that you have to make something out of okay so she would do that all dramatic before our cooking (laughs) competition and then everyone would have to retire to the basement while we cooked our dishes and then they would rate us and i won the trophy sounds like an amazing thing as long as you're not one of the cooks i won every single year my name on the trophy she just scratches out the date and then puts the winner (laughs) every single year i won and so this uh two years ago we were given, what was it? It was like um, marinara, I think. And then I was like, okay, Liam, I know ahead of time I have to make something with marinara. I'm going to make a meat dome. And inside the meat dome is going to be the pasta. And then I put the marinara on top. So then when you cut into the meat, then everything is inside. It's like a surprise. And I didn't realize how excited he was. And then I made it last night. And he was like, Meh. Like, after two years of begging me to make it, I'm sick of these reactions. Derek does it like this. This is... How much time do you think you put into your meat dome? Uh, Not not a lot. Okay. No. You could have done better? I don't know what else I could have done. Okay. I mean, the oven did all the work. Okay. I mixed everything together. The garlic and the and the seasoning and everything like that. it was two years of buildup that got him to the point where he was like, I expected better, Mom? Yep. 
Absolutely. And I didn't have marinara in the pantry, so I used Alfredo. Maybe marinara would have been a little bit better. But I'm just so sick of that response to my food. I need to make more money so I can just order out. Anybody else having this situation go on where your kids just don't appreciate what you make them? Yeah. Because cattle complain about it every day. I made this. Liam goes, took one bite. Yeah, it's like they, I don't know when they got so comfortable with giving that reaction to the food that I make. I'm like, I put in effort to make these meat domes, and sorry it wasn't all that you made it out to be in your head. That's my problem. with my 16-year-old at every meal. Trisha will go, hey, well, I made uh, pork chops on yeah. the grill. They're delicious. Look at how thick and juicy these are. They'll go, no thanks. Yeah. Just, all of a Hot Pocket. But I, like you're rude. Yeah, but I just, uh, the way I grew up was, this is what our dinner is. I know. If you don't want this, then this this is, you're, you're choosing to either eat this. I never had the option of going into the pantry and getting something myself. Yeah. That wasn't a, a parenting option for us. It was, here's the food. If you don't want this food, yeah. off you go. Tell me about the kiddos and your cooking. Well, they're, they're growing now, but when they were okay. little, um, I had a couple of foster kids. And I was there, my, actually, my sister-in-law's kids. So I had them in my foster care, and they used to always tell the doctor, when I took them to the doctor for their checkups, that they don't, I don't feed them what they want to be fed. Oh, and that yeah. try, they tried to make you look bad. Yeah, so the doctor says, well, what would you like your auntie to make for you? And they made them a bad mistake to say peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So that's it. So the doctor, yep, the doctor says if they don't, if they don't eat what you serve them, they get a peanut butter jelly sandwich. If they don't want that, they get fruit. And uh, fruit. Okay, so that's not bad. I forgot to tell you, there was a time, I must have been seven or eight, and I'm not sure what was going on in our country's policy at the time, but my dad had started, uh, this is going to sound so bad right now, my dad had started stockpiling uh, some ammunition and weapons. Yeah. And, uh, and where and, well, are these? I don't know where they are now. <laughs> uh, I really don't. But I, <laughs> oh I do God. remember we had we had a cellar. We had a fruit cellar in our home, uh-huh. and there were several uh, foot lockers. Do we want to start there? Well, I don't know. My parents hadn't lived there in forever. Uh, but I do remember the old man also had foot lockers full of rations. And if you've never seen like an old army ration for, it's got this. Uh, some of them are in gray, but some of them are in this just like gross green packaging yeah. with just really stupid names for all of them. Like it was just really, really nasty. But I remember the one time that he had cooked hamburgers on the grill and I'm like, I'm not eating that. Mm-hmm. And he literally goes, oh. all right. And he kicked open the footlocker. He goes, take your pick. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. Chicken noodle soup. Yeah. If you've never had what the army considers chicken noodle soup. Ugh. There is nothing that will rip you apart faster as a seven-year-old. Yeah. Has anyone ever blown smoke up your ass? I work with you daily. Do you know where that phrase comes from? Um, no, okay. but it's now like think you're about, falling for something. Think about right, right, or, or they're they're just kind of BSing you, yeah. right? If they're blowing smoke up your ass, this was a real thing. All right, the phrase comes from the year 19, uh, 1788. Doctors would give tobacco enemas to drowning victims to resuscitate them. Who thought of this? Who was the doctor that came up with this? Filthy, dirty doctor. Spread them. I got the answer. Hold on. You're (laughs) drowning? Hold on. You pulled them out of the lake and they don't have any kind of pulse? Let me pull down their pants, take a big puff of this cigar, 
and then blow tobacco smoke up their ass to see if they're going to actually be revitalized. In my mind, I am grateful for the people that will step outside their comfort zone and find ways to get results. Like that one guy in the village that has to blow into the butthole of the cow. Yes. To. um, Yeah, but that's an honor. Is it? Yes, it is. That's a very high ranking Situation because the think cow that's is what sacred. They tell them. Right. I think that's what they tell them. Hey, you're the chosen one. I had a dream last night, and then you're like, you can't say no. Can you imagine? Like you are the brightest guy in the in the area. You're in this little town right next to the lake. Everybody loves you because you're the doctor. You're throwing mm-hmm. leeches on people like nobody's business. You're amputeeing hundreds of people because you don't want to fix their legs. And the one guy jumps in the lake and he doesn't come back up with a pulse. Your job now is to blow tobacco smoke up his butthole in hopes of resuscitating him. How many times did it work? That'd be a great question. Yeah. Because it had because to it, it had to have worked at least once if right. they kept doing it, right? That's what I'm saying. If it just worked once, then back to the drawing board. But I feel like it maybe has worked multiple times. But there's a reason why they don't do it anymore. There's got to be. Well, you mean because it wouldn't start someone breathing again by blowing tobacco smoke up their butt? off-putting. So I just know that we have so many uh, people in the medical field that listen to the show on the way in, whether you're going to a clinic or a hospital, or maybe you are a chosen one. The good Lord looked upon you and said, I'm going to grace you with some intelligence and some good rational uh, choices, and you are going to become a doctor in our society, somebody we really look up to. Imagine if you were a doctor 200 years ago and you actually had... Like cat fell in the lake. Yeah. And they pulled her out. She's not breathing, Doc. And you had I get to, one look. You had to part She the, lived a good life. You had to, <laughs> you had to part the cheeks yeah. and take a huge puff Mm-mm. and then go for it. No. I'd have that card in my back pocket. Like, check it. Please do not resuscitate. Outside my of your husband, is there yeah. any one person you would resuscitate by blowing smoke up their butt? I'm trying to think of the cleanest person I know. That's the only person outside of my immediate family. There's not one human that I would part their cheeks and blow smoke up their butthole. Uh, I don't know. I I don't nobody. Knowing your husband's wiping policy, I can't imagine you'd go for that. So he's a very clean person until those situations arise. How do you know? And then he, and then in your mind, you're like, he's dirty down there all the time, but he's not. It's a very big gamble, though. The times that he is, it's that'll kill you. That's true. Now you got two dead. No. It's the tough one on a Friday, guys. The KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Bryant Law Offices. Seeking justice for you the... You for in- sure could never do it to a stranger, right? I wouldn't want to do it to a stranger. Just in it's the 1700s, nobody has real good cleanly policies anymore. You know what I mean? Right. They're like probably bathing once a week at that point. Yeah. A lot of thought going on. Wiping with leaves. Yeah. Oh, probably the butt like cheeks are stuck together. Alrighty. You got some crusties in okay. there. You got to get your face in there and you got to get a tight seal. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.